Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of the Billy Rickman Show podcast. And today, uh, well, today has been a bit of a turbulent day for me. So um, so the last podcast I did, uh, I, I was talking about my son, Jack, and, you know, how he went through this really terrible childbirth and um, there was all these complications and, and whatnot. If you haven't checked it out yet, it was episode 13. Um, and so interestingly, though, that night, um, so I, I think I recorded that like 8.30 at night, and then that night I... Um, uh, about three o'clock in the morning, Jack wakes up screaming, right? He's got this, he's, he's got a sore tooth. So mum takes him to the dentist the next day. Dentist says, you've got to go see a specialist straight away. Go see a specialist says that because of his childbirth, something happened with his jaw and his teeth and, and things were, were not right anyway. Um, so he said, you've got to, we've got to pull out three teeth straight away. Um, Cause it was like, it was giving him infections and he was like burning up and um, he was in a fair bit of pain. And so we had to give him, um, and so they said, when, when can you do it? And, and so uh, it turns out it was, it was tomorrow, which is today. And so this morning I've been at the hospital um, uh, with Jacker and, and, and Ash, my wife, and um, full of guy I had to get like full anesthetic. And uh, he was pretty excited about it, though, to be honest. Like he was, he was walking to the surgery and he was pretty chuffed and he was really, really excited about what was going on. So like that was a bonus, I guess. Um, but then he woke up not long ago and, um, and, and you know, I was there, and uh, he's fine. He's a little bit bruised and battered, and he's a little bit bloody, but um, he's all good. He's a bit groggy, but he's gone home now with mum, and we discharged him from the hospital, and he's gone home with mum for a little sleep. So that's all good, but that's been my morning so far. But when I was at the hospital, it kind of um, – uh, the reason for this podcast today, I kind of had this this thought, right? So I was sitting here in the waiting room, and, and as you know, waiting rooms are um, interesting sort of places, and uh, normally there's only one of a couple of things to do, right? You either watch the TV, the bad daytime TV shows that are on the screen, um, in this case, it was Ellen, and don't shoot me for those of you who love Ellen. By saying it was a bad TV show, but uh, it was Ellen on. There was some trashy magazines there, or of course, what most people do these days is jump on their phone. And so I jumped on my Facebook, and um, and you know I use the save videos function a lot uh, on Facebook, or save posts function a lot on Facebook, but I don't I don't use it tend to use it a lot for like funny videos or funny pictures or or anything like that. Like a lot of mine is an education process where I save. So a lot of people I follow online, like your, your Gary V's and your Frank Hearns and your um, Russell Brunson's and your Grant Cardone's and people like this, right? I, um, I follow all these people online and when their stuff comes up, I, um, I always save it and I use that downtime whenever I have some downtime to catch up on, on what's been going on. But interestingly though, a lot of the time I don't, even though the content is awesome, I, I, actually, I actually follow a lot of these guys because they do something similar to what I suppose I want to aspire to do. I, I do it now, but on a much, much, obviously a very much smaller scale. But it's, um, it's something I aspire to do. And so I look at, I, I, instead of just the content, I also look at 
how they're marketing themselves, right? So I look at you know what images they're using, what content is, are they using, how is the copy like copy is the content of, of an ad or whatever, um, how does it flow, what sort of words do they use, um, what language do they use? You know, um, one of the podcasts I was listening to the other day was talking about like pattern interrupters. So when you're scrolling down a page, like the the ad is supposed to interrupt your pattern. So your pattern is your scrolling. And the ad that you see is supposed to interrupt. And one of the biggest mistakes I see all the time from people who create Facebook ads and, um, and create posts, especially in the beauty industry, not so much hair, but definitely in the beauty industry, is that the beauty industry is all about like calming and nurturing and soft. And, and a lot of times, like that's, that's the sort of characteristics of the beauty industry um, with like indulgent facials and blah, blah, blah. And so the colors tend to be like of a, of a more of a neutral tone. There's a lot of beige colors. There's a lot of like soft greens. There's... Um, you know, even browns and, and, and sort of like your dark sort of neutral color palette, right? And so those sorts of ads just absolutely do not stand out. So if you're listening to this podcast now, take the advice, like you've got to change your ads. And one of, the other day I was doing um, some Facebook ads for one of um, my, my inner circle clients and she does yoga, right? She's got a yoga studio. And, um, and I was just like blown away by the, the, the images that you can use for yoga. Like, holy crap, go, go on Facebook and... Um, create an ad and then look at the stock library that uh, you can choose images from and type in yoga. Like they have the best images, all like sunsets and um, like bright purple mats and, um, you know, active wear, like females in active wear with like bright pinks and bright yellows and that. They're the sorts of images you want to use for your ads. And so, um, and, and so I, I, look a lot of, I look at a lot of this stuff and how they do it because there's an art to it, right? I'm, I'm getting to the message in a second about why I'm telling you this. Um, because, and I do the same thing with email. So a lot of times, you know, um, all the same people I was just referring to online, I subscribe to their emails as well. And um, probably Grant Cardone is, is, is probably the biggest emailer. Um, a lot of them do sort of one a day. Grant Cardone can sometimes do it like up to two or three times a day emails. And, um, and again, like I have a, a file on my, um, on my email and it's called like online marketing. And again, what I do is like the content's always interesting. The content's always good to learn from, but I look at how they have structure, like what time of day did they send the email? You know, what does the subject say? What words have they used? How do they break up the email with different copy? Like, do they use images? Yes or no. And interestingly, pretty much none of them use images in their emails, like across the board, like none of them use images. And um, I'm going to do a podcast on this. I've set myself a reminder to do a podcast on this point, but um, people always want their emails to look pretty, but if you look at the highest converting email producers, they, their emails aren't pretty. Like Sam Owens, he's another one. Like, and his emails are just black and white content. That's all it is. There's no, there's no images in it. Same with all these other guys, right? Who and, and, and females entrepreneurs who are big in the email space. If you're doing that, like, don't. It doesn't have to be pretty. The content just needs to be good. So I have this file on my on my email that I look at, and I, I constantly look at all these different things that they put in their emails and, and it's how it's all structured. And then once you start to do this, like it becomes super interesting. And, and I, I have the same thing on my, um, on my, my iPhotos, like we, I take screenshots of, of ads, of, of sponsored ads that I see where I'm like, oh, that's cool. And if I see a sponsored ad come up and it doesn't matter what industry it's from, and I can see that it's like, you know, 5,000 reactions and, and 400 shares and, and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, I want to know like, what is in that ad and how do they write it? And I want to know everything about that ad. And that's kind of the point of the podcast today is that too many people I speak to, business owners, they're they just sort of like, they're not interested in marketing and it's not something that they're 
passionate about or it doesn't excite them or whatever. And they kind of go, oh, I just hate marketing. Like I want to just do this Facebook ad and blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and it, it doesn't fuel their fire as it were. And um, I wanted to send a message today in this podcast that unfortunately, as a small business owner, you are the chief marketing officer. Like you're the person in charge of marketing. You can outsource as much as you like, but do you know how many horror stories I've heard from outsourcing marketing? Like where people have used, like people do their Google AdWords and Facebook ads and things like that. And it's just like, they've spent $20,000, in a year on these ads and got no return. And the reason why they've got no return is because these people that you outsource to, like I'm not saying all of them, okay? There was, there's some pretty awesome marketing companies out there, agencies, but um, usually like as a golden rule, you don't, as a small business owner, you don't usually get bang for your buck if you outsource this stuff, right? Um, but so um, where was I going with that? Yeah, so unfortunately, like you've got to really, you've got to learn how to do this. And the, one of the reasons why they don't get so much result from outsourcing, and that's what I was going to say before, is because they don't know your business. They don't know your clientele. They don't know your business. So all they're doing is applying a general template of, successful ads and applying it to your business. But if they don't know your demographic, they don't know your audience, they don't know like, you know, I just did a, a, um, a Facebook ad the other day for one of our skin resurfacing treatments. Like, but, but a lot of the content for the skin resurfacing treatment was aged at a mature market. It, would, it had trigger words in it that would, would cause a response. And for that ad, like so far, it was, <laughs> it was insane. Um, even this morning, it's only been 24 hours, I think. And uh, in 24 hours, we spent $30 and generated over $4,000 worth of confirmed bookings, like confirmed paid deposit bookings. So it's like $4,000 for 30 bucks. And you would not get that from an outsourced agency because they don't know the intricacies of your business. They don't understand the intricacies of your target market. And so with, and so with marketing, like the buck, it stops with you. Until you get to a point where you can hire people to do this stuff and they're awesome and they're you can um, you know, onboard them in your business. They can understand your business values and understand your audience and your, your, your treatments and everything um, as intimately as you do. Unfortunately, the buck stops with you and you are the chief marketing officer. So um, I was speaking to somebody last night when I was in the circle coaching the clients last night and we were talking about marketing. And um, I said to her, like, I, I didn't even know I was so into marketing until probably about 12 months ago. And, um, and I, about 12 months ago, I started using um, the CRM program and uh, I started like listening to, especially to sort of like Russell Brunson stuff. And he was saying that he used to hate writing copy, like copy again is, is you know, the content in an ad or a sales letter or whatever. And uh, he used to hate doing that. And then he goes, well, if I'm going to grow my business, I'm going to learn this stuff. And so he was reading this, um, he was, he was reading this book about writing copy and uh, he's like, all right, I'm just going to do it. And as he was reading, it was like, oh, the, the, he was using a, spur, a certain color on the, the heading of one of his um, one of his ads, online ads, I think it was like Google ad or something like this. And uh, and this copy person said, like the, the book he was reading about copy said, um, change the color to this, right? And so he's like, this can't be real. Like he was just learning this stuff. He's like, this can't be real. Like what changing the color is going to get that much of a response? And in 48 hours, he had doubled the sales of that particular advert, right? And uh, he's like, are you serious? Are you kidding me? Like doubling your income or doubling your, your profit from an ad is, is as simple as changing the color on the headline. And it's like, you know, if you're a doctor, imagine how long it would take you to double your salary, right? You would have to work for 20 years or, or you know, study for 10 years and then do X amount of extra courses and, and upskills and all these other things to double your salary. Or imagine you were like an accountant at an accountancy firm. You want to double your salary. 
you would have to work your backside off for for years and years. And he's like, are you kidding me? Like you can change a color and you can double your income from something. And so he started getting into copy. And I think following that for me, like I was like, this is super interesting. And I became really interested in the whole marketing and psychology of it. And if you're listening to this right now and you go, yeah, but I hate it. <laughs> like, don't worry, I've been there. And But the thing is, and I want to tie this back together, the more things I saved on Facebook, like from people I was following online, and the more I was looking at what other people were doing and the more I was reading people's emails of people who are doing it really, really well and converting really high numbers, the more I became totally intrigued with it. And the more I was just like, this is so interesting that you can change things so subtly and get such a massive difference. And when you start playing around with it and you start to see the results and that all of a sudden gives you a new like sort of momentum and you get like really excited by that. And it caused you to want to know more. And I guess that's where my marketing journey started. And that's where my online marketing journey started anyway, where I was like, you know, I I just became so intrigued with it all. So the message of it is this, right? This is the message of the podcast. If you don't love marketing, learn. You've got to learn to love it because, like I said, until you get to that point where you can outsource it, it's you who's going to do it. And a business is nothing but its clients. If you have no clients, you've got no business. You know, Mac started out. And Mac nearly lost everything, like Apple computers, because they had the best product, but lousy marketing. I know that's hard to imagine now because Apple marketing is the best, some of the best in the world. But back in the day, like they didn't market themselves very well, like Windows or Microsoft marketed themselves really well. Um, and so they got the, the lion's share of the, of the market, right? And Apple didn't do it. So it doesn't matter how great your product is. It doesn't matter how great your service is. If you don't have clients in your business, you don't have a business. You have to learn to love marketing. And, and, and if you don't love it already, I promise you, like, the more you look into it, the more you will like it because there's there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. So start to save stuff on videos. Start to follow people online who are doing this stuff. Like, save emails and read them and see what they're doing. And you watch, like, your copy, you, you might not be good at writing ads now, but it will increase and you'll get better and better and better and to a point where you'll start to see what works and what doesn't work. And that's why certain people can set up ads and just go, yeah, I can guarantee a result on this. And other people are like, I don't know what I'm doing because they've taken the time to become obsessed with marketing. And so that's the message for today, guys. Like become obsessed with marketing, learn it, love it, just absolutely involve yourself and immerse yourself in it. And, um, and you'll start to see massive results in your business. You're never going to get good at marketing by dabbling. You're never going to get good at creating ads by making like one ad a month. You've got to trial it. You've got to you've got to learn it. You've got to practice it. You've got to fail. You've got to fail because through your failure, you'll learn from that and you'll learn what not to do and you won't do it again. And then, you know, you'll build and build and build. And so that's the message, guys. I hope this helps today. I just really wanted to reinforce that because I was thinking about it at their hospital today. And uh, yeah, so I, I hope that um, that helps. And uh, I'll be back for episode 15, hopefully tomorrow. I'm going to go home in a minute and check out my little guy. But of course, if you love this episode, then please share, please subscribe to the podcast, please like. And if you haven't already, jump on Facebook to Billy Rickman Official. Um, I'm going to be doing some speaking seminars in Australia and New Zealand coming up and also maybe in the US, um, still sort of figuring that all out, but maybe in the US as well. So um, pretty exciting times coming up for me personally, and I'd love to see all of you guys there so I can help you in your business and uh, help you to have a, an awesome year this year. So take care, guys, and I'll chat to you tomorrow. Bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official.
You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.